Hey everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to another episode of Ty's Tech Line. I'm your host, Tyler Harrington, and thank you so much for being here. Today's the day. It's Deer Monday. So pull up a seat and put up your feet. We'll summarize our week with your favorite tech geek and me, Ash. Hi, Ash. How's Hi. it going? It's going. We're back for another episode of Dear Monday. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you here. We are coming back to you again from the living room. We are still in... Transition. Yeah. I was going to say chaos, but transition's a better word. Yeah, that's much better, It's actually controlled chaos right now. I feel like it's getting slowly better. Yeah, we're finally slowly, slowly starting to progress. The problem is, I mean, anybody who knows this, if you have like a house full of stuff and you go to rearrange it all... You can't just, you've got to put the stuff that you're rearranging somewhere. You know, you can't just, it's not like The Sims where you just like delete stuff and like pick <laughs> stuff up and it evaporates. So, you know, as we're rearranging rooms and doing stuff, it's, we kind of, it's a bit of a game of shuffle. We're moving stuff around and taking stuff out and putting it in here and there. But my desk in the command center is still set up in, on the dining room table. So that's good. I think you kind of like it though. Like, if you had well, to stay there, I don't think you'd be upset. What I'd want to do is take that whole dining room table and put, put it in the office. The no, uh, put it in the office. <laughs> oh like, that, if I could have a desk that big, like, all the time, I would really like that. There, But there's no way. There's well, not no, that much room up there. Obviously, it's very impractical. Anyway, I digress. Here we are back in the living room, and we're going to jump in to our deers with Deer Monday. Cue the music. Dear Monday, you know what they say, if you're going to mess, mess up. Okay, I don't think that's really a phrase, but anyway, we were supposed to leave this morning for a baby moon adventure day, but realized at 10 p.m. last night that we accidentally booked the cabin for Tuesday night instead. Truth be told, it's probably a good thing based on the eventful weekend we had. That just means we get to spend today relaxing and cleaning all of our new nipples. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. You meant to say working. That's what we're going to do. Working. Yeah, working. I just yeah. thought that that was funny. Why do they have to call the tops of the baby bottles nipples? I don't how, understand. Okay. How many times are you going to say that on the podcast? I mean, I get it that maybe it's like. No, we don't need to get into Ergonomically this. designed. But we like, get it, Ty. I just think it's so funny. We opened all these things and they're all talking about the nipples. Okay. <laughs> I just think it's funny. <laughs> we were supposed to go on this trip today and we were supposed to leave this morning super early. But then last night you realized, oh, wait, I booked the cabin for Tuesday night instead of Monday night. And we would have shown up today. Like, Yeah, it's actually a good thing we looked. I literally 100% thought I booked it for Monday. Like, I never would have even guessed to look and check the date. I don't know what made me even look at it, to tell you the truth. Because you've done this before. This isn't your first time accidentally booking a date for the wrong date. But in this case, ended up being the best thing possible. Because, yeah, we had a crazy weekend with all sorts of people in and out of our house and all sorts of stuff and all the new baby stuff. And it just felt like very overwhelming. And then to have to to have think about getting up this morning and leaving to go somewhere seems kind of like it would have been crazy. So it's actually a good thing. Good job, Ash. Tuesday was a much better option anyway. Best mistake I've ever made. That's right. All right. Next. Cue the music. Dear house hunting, you're stressful. Last week, I spent two days with mama looking for the perfect house area slash land for her and daddy to move into, and it felt like playing the lottery. A lot of gambling with little certainty of the return. We still don't. We still didn't find the perfect place, but I hope it happens soon so they can 
actually really move here by January. <sighs> Ash, what? it's officially happened. One of my deers, you took them. Really? Yeah. Shoot. I'm still going to do it anyway, though. So, because <laughs> I don't want to rewrite it. And it's a little bit different, but. Okay. You wait, know. can we interrupt? We interrupt this deer for a breaking segment. We bring to you Lady Watch. Oh my gosh. We have an update on the lady. She's been in Tampa, but then they fill the position that she's there to hire. So she's going to be on the move. Location to be determined. This is the end of our Lady Watch. Back to our regular scheduled programming. What's funny is that I think my mom really wants to listen to the podcast because we told her about Lady Watch and oh, she yeah. thinks. It, she thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. It is kind of funny if you think about it. That's why I put it in there, because it's supposed to be funny. It's not really a serious thing. It's more of a jokey thing, just for the record. Yeah. She is on the move, but we're trying to get her to stop moving around and right. move to Richmond. Well, that's the plan. They're looking for new houses and like land with the potential to build and all that stuff. And so it's like a whole completely different world of like what kind of countertops they want, what kind of cabinets they want, like what they want the neighborhood to look like. Do they want like a community center in the neighborhood or all the things. And it is so funny for me because I mean, I think we'll move like within the next year and a half or two years. It's just like so funny for me. I think that if we could move tomorrow, you would. Oh yeah. I don't think we're going anywhere like right now. And so I'm kind of not in that headspace. So like to be in that headspace with her, cause she's definitely there. It's funny. I mean, now literally just adding the nursery, we went from it being like, quote unquote a perfect size to now feeling it is way too teeny tiny which is funny because it's not i mean it is a good it's a normal sized house you know it's three bedrooms it's a what a normal i think family of two almost three would need but the office kind of complicates things a little bit if we didn't work for work from home we could probably live here through another if we had a second child but mm, working from home just throws a whole wrench in the plan if we had a designated office with a door that wasn't a bedroom yeah it would work but and obviously they have lots of different needs because they don't care as much about school districts or and that's interesting to me like they literally can live anywhere in richmond and it will be fine whereas like when we go to move like obviously we're we care more about schools like where our kids will go to school and stuff like that and well and there is no perfect they're always going to give up something you know like if you want to have a lot of land you're you're probably going to have to live further away from the main you know from where all the stores and the shopping and stuff are but if you or you're gonna have to pay a lot of money you know it's i'm just excited for them to find the place and see the ball start rolling and i think it'll be really exciting to have them close to us when the baby's here and to feel like we have someone to rely on to like help us i know that sounds awful but i don't know i ran into the sweet woman at the dollar store yesterday and she was talking she was a grandparent and was talking about living close to her grandkids and like how much that meant to her and i was like yes like that's what all my dreams are made of like having my parents close and I think that's a lot because you grew up really, your grandparents lived in the same town as you and you saw your grandparents yes. daily, like literally every single day. I know. Where I was saying like, I probably saw my grandparents in Once my life year. twice a year, each of them twice a year, usually, you know, and that was only until I was probably like 16. And then it kind of started getting a little bit less just based off our schedules and their schedules or whatever. So you can probably, you know, you multiply that by two. So you're looking at like 32 ish times that I see my grandparents in my whole life. And obviously it was more when we were little and it's not an exact number, but you know, less than 50. Yeah. That's that makes me want to versus cry. like ash saw her would see her like one set of grandparents every single day and then the other grandparents uh, i saw least, them at least once a month yeah if not more you know or whatever so yeah it is just kind of crazy to think about them actually moving here because even like joking about it for a long time but to see it actually happen and them actually sort of like taking steps towards it will be interesting i think it's going to be good so all right use the music dear rei garage sale i marked you on my calendar a few weeks ago when we received our yearly dividend in the mail i'm not gonna lie 
was a little disappointed when I first showed up. I guess I expected more from you, but boy was I wrong. You provided the exact shoe I've been researching for weeks and saved me $100 in the process. Not a bad way to start off my Saturday. You know what's funny is I remember going to the garage sale before I went on the world race and I like bought all that gear. Remember mm-hmm. you went with me? Uh, I remember going, but it wasn't a garage sale. I mean, maybe you did, but I, whenever I went with you, we didn't buy anything from a garage sale. So anybody who doesn't know, so REI obviously is like an outdoor sh- store. And when Ash did the world race, which is a mission trip, which she was gone for 11 months, they require you to bring enough stuff to basically like camp, live, like out, of live out of your backpack. So she had to go get like a full sized 40 liter backpack with a frame in it and all that stuff and a tent and a sleeping pad and a sleeping bag and all these things. So when she did that, she became a REI member, which basically, did you have to pay to do that? Don't you must have to I pay. Did. You must have to do something to like buy into it, but it allows you to have like a bunch of perks and you get to go to some of the REI classes that they offer and you get like a discount and you get a dividend every year. So basically certain amount of money that REI makes, they like split it up and give to every single person who's a member and all this stuff. So anyway, she did that like forever ago before we even married. And as a result, we get to go to certain things. So they have this thing that they do every so often. It's called a garage sale where they basically take used items because if you're a member, you also get a really relaxed return policy because they want you to be able to like take a piece of gear and go try it out, take it on a hike, take it on a camping trip and try it. And if it doesn't work, you don't like it. It's not perfect. They want you to be able to bring it back even if you used it. So they take a lot of that used stuff that they get and it really is kind of like a garage sale and they clean it up, I guess, a little bit and they'll sell it back to you for like a really, really discounted price. But you have to be an REI member in order to go to the garage sale. But for some reason in my mind, I was expecting it to be like a really big deal. Like I expected there to be a tent out in the parking lot and there'd just be a ton of people there and it'd be, you know, all this stuff. When I got there, I, you know, I was like kind of disappointed at first because it was just in this little room kind of in the back of the store where they like, you know, had the door open and it was literally just a little room with tables lined all the way around it in a few like rolling racks with, you know, jackets and pants and shirts and stuff on it. And then all these tables around the outside of the room were just covered in old, much more used than I expected, like hiking boots and shoes. And Yeah, and then you found your perfect shoe. Yes. So when I went, I was just, I don't know what I was hoping to find. I was just, oh, maybe they'll have some cool stuff. I really was hoping they were going to have packs or, I don't know, stuff like that. But it was just shoes. And I was like, oh, I already have a nice pair of hiking boots. So I've been researching hiking shoes. And I want to, because last week on the pod or whenever, I talked about my hiking boots, which I absolutely love my hiking boots. The only thing about the hiking boots is that they're like kind of big and they look very official. So I feel sort of silly when we go to like a park or we go down to some of these like little smaller hikes down in downtown Richmond and I wear my big hiking boots that I like look like I'm ready to climb a mountain and I'm going to just kind of walk on a gravel trail around a little lake. You know, I just feel sort of silly. Like people think that I'm thinking it's more serious than it really is. Ty, you're worried what people are thinking about I you. just feel it's sort of silly showing and I don't need to wear my big hiking boots to go kind of walk around on a little gravel trail. Anyway, so I've been thinking about and telling Ash for weeks that I want to buy a pair of hiking shoes and I've been researching them and I follow these people on YouTube who do through hikes. So they do like the Appalachian Trail and they were talking about this one specific shoe that they wear and they say that it's like the best and all this stuff that I've been researching it, but it's like $120 to buy it brand new. So I was like, I can't really justify buying that right now. So I'm going to ask for it for my birthday next month and like all this stuff. And I had it picked out in my Amazon cart and I made it my birthday list early and sent it to Ash and I said, this is what I want. It's crazy. And went to this garage sale on Saturday, literally almost just walked out of the room. I was like, there's nothing going to be here 
here that I want. I'm not even going to look. Luckily, I took a few minutes to kind of just like poked around, was looking around in there. And there it was. It was a literally the exact shoe, my exact size, the exact color, everything that I wanted. And it was $48. It was normally $120. They were selling it for $48. And we had our dividend, which was like $28. So I literally spent $20 and got my $120 pair of hiking shoes, and I'm a very happy man. Yeah, and he has worn them around the house to like break them in, even though they're already broken They in. are really broken. They were much more used than I expected, which I guess is part of the whole thing with, you know, you can try yeah. them for real and, and bring them back. So that kind of made me a little bit hesitant, but again, for how much money I was saving on them and how excited I was to have them and Ash letting me get them and not feeling bad that I spent $120 on them, which like you could argue that I could just wear tennis shoes or whatever. I'm proud, Ty, Partially that you true. found them and you got them and you're so excited about i couldn't them. believe it it was like he my lucky day literally came home and laid on the bed while i was curling my hair and he talked about it for i just kept saying minutes. i can't believe it i can't believe it i i, I mean literally as i'm talking about right now i can't believe it so uh i don't know we're gonna go on this hike we're supposed to go on a hike today we're gonna go on a hike tomorrow tempted to want to wear them just to like try it but i'm probably gonna wear my hiking boots yeah you probably will gotta protect those ankles i know but i'm so excited I'm so excited. And these are better for traveling and all sorts of things. So anyway, so if you're out there and you do a lot of outdoorsy stuff, you should definitely consider becoming a member at REI. I don't know how much it costs. It's only 20 bucks. I just looked it up. Oh, perfect. It's only 20 bucks. Your lifetime And it's a lifetime membership and you get all sorts of cool stuff and you have a really good return policy. And I saved a hundred bucks. So look, Ashley, it's paid for itself just in one day. So, okay. That's the end of my ranting and raving. Normally I'm not a used use kind of guy that is true ty buys everything new and everything is 100 percent full price and i always buy the best i don't like to buy stuff that's like subpar like if i'm gonna buy it i want to buy the best of the best so that's kind of what i did this is like the best shoe i could get but i got it used so we'll see how it works out and i'm the thrifty girl that buys everything on a clearance rack yeah that's true but then <laughs> you also replace your stuff a lot faster than i do which i'm sure we're going to talk about so oh my gosh uh all right moving on cue the music dear ty You're the real MVP for supporting my nesting habits, especially for agreeing to sort and sift through your 50 plus t-shirts you've collected over however many years of life and only keeping the best and the favorite that still fit. I've always wanted to be a minimalist and I think we're closer than ever at this point. Man, look at that transition. It's almost like we planned it. We sort of cheated and sort of planned it, but we didn't plan it. (laughs) Yes, I, like I said, I like to buy things. Okay, pause. I just want you guys to visualize. I feel like we've talked about this somewhere in life before. People probably are like, oh, I've heard this before. But your t-shirt collection was extreme. Well, okay. And 90% of them you've never bought. They were either given to you or it was like an event. Which makes it even harder for me to get rid of. I just don't like getting rid of stuff because I feel like it's unnecessary to get rid of it, right? I'm like, why would I get rid of it when I've got plenty of room in this drawer? You know, it's not hurting anybody. And like, yeah, I haven't worn that in a while, but either A, I might want to wear it and change my mind or B, I kind of feel bad that I haven't worn it because someone bought it for me and then I haven't worn it or C, it's from a special time or a event or place or thing or something where you know it has like sentimental value and even if i don't really necessarily want to wear it on a daily basis just i like having it because it's kind of a good memory from either like a hockey tournament or like a place that we went or like a thing that we did do you relish in the memory because you never go through the drawer well that's that's also fun thing is like you find it after not seeing it for a long time after a couple you're like oh i forgot about this t-shirt i forgot about that time oh that was such a fun time my favorite so that's why i 
like, I, and I just don't see the reason to get rid of it. That's the thing. Like logically, I'm just like, why would I not just keep it in here? You know, my favorite t-shirt that I found, which we just went through your t-shirts because we made the t-shirt I quilt when last fall. I like all the t-shirts in the t-shirt quilt. Like I wish I could wear them sometimes, oh my but gosh, I never no, actually you don't. would. No, yes, you don't. Do. Anyways, my favorite t-shirt that we found was a Michigan State t-shirt and it was from like the 2015 basketball championship or something and it still has the stickers on the t-shirt and it still has the tag yeah, and it's authentic. I said Ty what are we doing here and he said oh that's just a souvenir and I'm like we yes. have to keep t-shirts as souvenirs yeah we kept it right yes it's still up there yeah that's right but are the tags and stickers gonna stay on it maybe i'll be able to sell it someday ash guys i just i am the least attached i know and but the problem is that okay this is where we meet in the middle because like and a lot of times honestly it's more of just like i don't even think about it it's not even that i'm like actively trying to keep things i just like don't my natural inclination is never to be like oh i haven't worn this in a while i'm gonna get rid of it my my inclination is just to but it's funny because you wear the same t-shirts over and over again right and that's why the other ones don't bother me because i never even notice them i just keep trucking along with my life i will say that you did much better on this dresser clean out because we did your whole dresser i took everything out and i folded everything and we talked through each piece and like i told you what i thought about it and you had your opinion about it and i think we did a great job like you have the perfect amount of stuff in your dresser now and everything fits and nothing's ever flowing and i actually haven't checked but because i've done laundry twice now since we cleaned it out and usually by like two or three weeks i open up the drawer and i have a panic attack because everything's a mess again which i don't understand if you're putting it back in the same place but you did do a lot better on this dresser clean out so i'm impressed so our next step is the closet Mm -hmm. i think you can do it there's just, some okay, like, stuff I, in there okay i know i can do it the initial act of like getting rid of it hurts my heart a lot but then once it's actually gone you i know i like it. don't really care because yeah again i'm not thinking about it actively there are certain things where i'm like even to this day my white vans that you got rid of i, I still don't remember i still that miss those i still miss those vans. i don't even like, know what they look like they were white and they were vans i don't know they look like <laughs> normal vans like just like the canvas lice up low top vans anyway so there's certain things like that that every once in a while i'll think about it and be like oh man like i really wish i still had that the good news is, is that you do have white vans again so no those are nikes but yeah yeah, yeah. oh well those are vans too yeah but they're not the same anyway it, yeah it's like every you know so when i get rid of stuff i'm like okay it usually ends up being fine it's just like a lot of other things in my life like i don't really like change but once change happens i'm usually fine with it i just like don't like the initial yes like like the slipper drama making it happen was very much so dramatized and you have not once worn your old slippers since well, we haven't you been got traveling i'm gonna bring no. those as my travel slippers you are that's that's what i, I don't want the other you to day, wear and them. i was like oh my gosh i haven't checked my slippers recently she probably got rid of them and i didn't even <laughs> notice shoot but then i looked up there and they're oh phew, they're still in there we're gonna get rid of them no Tra- I, literally i bought these because it. of traveling like we'll i don't want people it. to see you with those nasty that's when i like that's when i don't want okay. you to wear them i had a pair of slippers l.l bean slippers that i literally got when i was 15 and i had they were like 15 years old they were really old and they had been worn you know they looked like they were well worn and huck uh, ashley's sister's dog had torn one of the tongues out and all sorts of stuff but they were really comfortable and they were very molded to my foot because all the mesh and the padding was completely gone and there was holes <laughs> dug through all the way to the plastic and all those sorts of stuff anyway Ashley wanted me to get new ones. I really didn't want to get new ones. She finally just cracked and just bought me new ones and didn't even tell me. And they came in the mail and then she 
made me wear them. Okay, pause. Did not make you. <laughs> well, I, I gifted like, them to you. I'm a sucker for new things. So I started wearing them. I, and he fell in love. She wanted me to throw away the other ones. And I really didn't want to. So we talked about it on Instagram. And... They're we, still here. Everyone but thinks that I'm crazy now. But... See... Yes. And it's... what. Uh, yeah. Okay. I just don't like... Your life is better because like, of me. I don't, I don't know what about my personality. This is the whole... What's what we like to do We could explore this, but we should move on. I just don't like the initial surge of like making changes or doing things that are in my mind slightly risky like the risk hey, we're about to have a child that's the biggest change that's why i risk. like it that's why i like it because it's i have no choice like it's gonna happen and i have no choice over what happens okay so you want me to just give you no choices mm. in life well with the slippers thing like if you had given me the choice to buy any slippers i would have never bought them but like the fact that you just bought them and they put them on my feet i was like was like <laughs> oh okay and like it was fine so in my mind, what I have I, is a sure thing. Like I know what I have. I know the quality of my life with the things that I have. And I know that, that it's good enough. But if I buy something new, there's the potential upside of it being a better or an improvement to my life. But there's also the potential downside that it makes my life worse or I like it less. And now I just wasted money and my life is worse. So I like the idea of like the consistency and like the sure thing. But that does sometimes prevent you from moving up yes. to a better thing. So that's okay, why tight. sometimes change is good. Like with my lunch, you know, I, the turkey burgers, that was an improvement in my life. Although it could have potentially been a downgrade in my life. Okay. So I like put consistency. A bow on it. Just tell me that you getting new slippers, that was the best thing that's happened to you right. it ended up in being, your wardrobe. It ended up being fine. Your wife, but I still think it was an unnecessary purchase. No, but <laughs> no, it was not. Tight. I okay, just we're moving taking on. Taking you out into the world, like literally, our friends seeing that I take I don't way care better about care of my you than friends. that. No, 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 no. Just say no it. No one's just gonna say judge it. me. Ty, just affirm me in the fact no. that that was a good decision, and you love your wife, and she takes care of you, <sighs> and you're just so proud that she cares about you in that way. Yes, yes, yes. All of those things. Moving on. Oh my gosh. Cue the music, dear Ash. If you ever decide to leave the business for some reason, I think you might want to consider becoming a realtor. After giving the lady a comprehensive tour of RVA and all the new developments, you may have found your niche. You'll be Richmond's number one realtor specializing in ranches with non-forward-facing garages. Now on second thought, maybe we should probably stick to our day jobs. I could never, ever, 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 never be a realtor. Okay, or maybe that's what we've discovered. Maybe you, I should have changed it to say, you should never become a realtor and don't ever think about it. <laughs> I, I think it is way too stressful for me. Like, it's a lot well, of moving part pieces. Of it is because it's your mom. That's part of it. But well, no, no, no. I don't even care about, like, I think I'd be really good at the people side of it, like, interacting with people and, like, helping them find their dream home. And, like, I think that client experience, that's what I love in our business is the client experience. I think I'd be really good at that. I think the stressful part is the backside of, you know, there's other people that you have to manage, like the mortgage person and then, like, the inspector and, like, all that stuff, like, keeping track of all that stuff that would be stressful for me and if like there was like an upgrade that they wanted or like if they were buying like a fixer upper and they like wanted the seller fix something and like they didn't like that would be and then like you know then the client got i didn't upset, realize like, you thought about this so much i was joking i had a lot of time to think during all these house tours so it's something what is it about stuff like that you know like going on a house tour where you're really not doing anything like physically taxing or for me like going and just walking around the mall i just get so <laughs> tired I don't know if it's like mentally draining because I'm like doing something I don't really want to be doing for a long period of time. So it hurts my brain and then makes my whole like body feel like it wants to shut down. But you know, I can go hike a mountain and go 10 miles. And by the end of it, I'm like ready to keep going, rocking and rolling. Yeah, but then but the I go next walk day, around the mile. I go, go walk around 
the mall or even just go sit in the car and drive around and look at houses mentally and physically i'm just like oh i'm so tired of this i don't want to do it anymore. i don't know i think it's also like the mental like retention of like trying to remember everything and maybe once we were at the fifth place i was like i don't even remember what the first place the incentives of living in the first place okay moving All on right. cue the music Dear Baby Harrington, you were showered by some of your mama's closest friends this past weekend. It was so sweet to sit in a room with women who have been so significant to my life throughout different seasons of life. <laughs> I thought I finished that thought. That's actually really funny. We'll just stop there. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, what was... the world? Ty and I had our last baby shower this past weekend. So we had a family baby shower and then a friend baby shower. And I've kind of been saying all along, we've had baby stuff in our house since November, but it's been in boxes and it's been put away. And so we haven't really seen it on a day-to-day basis. So like the idea that a baby is coming is obviously very real because I have a baby in my belly and I can feel it. So I like, I know that it's happening, but something about seeing the stuff in our house and like turning the corner upstairs and like seeing all the baby stuff out is like very very surreal to me and even like at our last shower that hadn't that transition hadn't happened yet so even though we got all this baby stuff we like brought it home i put it in the boxes and it was still like kind of kept away but now that everything's out going to this baby shower is where i really was like oh my gosh we are having a baby and i think there was like, women from like all walks of life there from you know like my college best friends were there and then our industry friends and some of their moms even came our small group girls and like it was just really sweet for me to feel not only just like loved and cared for so well but just like so supported and just like seeing like people love our baby and they love us and there was like a moment where I had finished opening gifts and a couple of the women kind of went around and said encouraging affirmations about me and things they saw in me that they thought would make me a good mom or like how they knew that I would be a good mom and stuff like that that was just like really sweet pregnancy for me has been really good I have had like a perfect pregnancy and I sometimes feel ashamed saying that because I know some people don't they're really sick all the time and it's awful but i don't know it was just really sweet i feel like this shower is way more sentimental than our family shower which is so funny because my family showers people from like they've known me since i was born but they haven't known you very much recently yeah i guess that's true like so that's why it's different yeah Yeah. and i think it was the most funny thing was that our lawyer was there (laughs) and our cpa was there which is just so i was like i was saying goodbye to caroline who's our lawyer and i was like caroline i'm so glad that you came thanks for coming i feel like we don't see you very often which is probably a good thing because if we saw you more often, that probably mean there's something wrong right. <laughs> going on in our life. But it's just so funny. I mean, that's... But how many people in life have a lawyer that they can invite to the baby shower? That's like... what I mean. I think that our industry that we're in and just kind of the life that we've sort of sort of stumbled into, we've talked about a little bit, like starting this business when I was in college and I never in a million years imagined that like all of my friends and closest relationships and like all the amazing experiences and things that we'd be able to have and how impactful it'd be on our life, not just from like a financial standpoint, like... And I woke up on the morning of the baby shower for whatever reason in a very reflective mood, which is funny because I'm not very reflective normally. No, you're not. But I was just thinking about how this is probably the first time since our wedding that all of our, not all, but like a big chunk of our like closest friends and family are all going to be in the same place, you know, and just the idea of like a lot of our industry friends mingling with our old like college friends and our parents and stuff like that like i just think that whole thing is cool and it doesn't happen very often in life you know like only really big events bring those types of people together 
I felt like at our wedding, we didn't do a very good job of talking to people, t- talking to people and just sort of like soaking in the moment. I think we got kind of so wrapped up in it all happening. And everyone knows like weddings are kind of a whirlwind. So I just want to do my best to sort of just be present in there and try and talk to as many people as possible. And I was only there for like 20 minutes and I thought it was fun. So you were there for almost an hour. <laughs> you were. Well, okay. But whatever. Ty loves talking to people. It's like his favorite thing in the world. And so I was like, this is Ty's shower. I'm just here for the, the looks and no, baby kicks. That is not true. I mean, we all, like all the guys, we all left and went and got beer and chicken wings and hung out. And that was fun too. But I did want to, I, I mean, a lot of those people I hadn't seen in forever. I so I really wanted to say hi to everybody. Yeah. Ty, everyone loves And I always get and... stuck with all the girls anyway. So that no. was the perfect place Pause. for me to be. You do not get stuck with the girls. You choose to be with the girls well it's not necessarily an active choice i just like look up and i'm standing talking to like five girls and all the guys are outside on the deck and i'm the only one inside and i'm like crap it happened again but that literally like is, how does this happen every single time it's that's been your whole life it's not anything new yeah you were always the guy with the girls well you make that sound so bad <laughs> i just never liked okay guys because in high school i always thought that high school boys were dumb and they were like immature and they just made me mad so like hanging around with them being like oh and like punching and stuff always just like (laughs) i hated it i just thought it was so dumb and i hate it but the girls at least were nice so like i'm just gonna hang out with the girls anyway like they're much they're much nicer and all the dudes are just dumb so i don't want to hang out with all of them i know ty that's why i didn't like you at first because you were always the guy with the girls and i was like nope not my not my cup of tea <sighs> yeah look at me now anyway the whole thing was just like very surreal to me because i've been to so many baby showers there and i was like oh my gosh it's it's my turn i'm sitting in the chair very surreal yeah it is crazy that it's like now it's actually our turn and it's actually happening and again it's just so cool that we're all able to kind of go through you know these different life experiences and kind of live them alongside each other and it has been so helpful seeing other people kind of go before us and have babies and be in the still run their businesses and do all that sort of stuff. When again, three years ago, I'd never even could hold a baby. Now <laughs> I feel like all the babies love me and it's just, it's just cool. It's just good. And it's cool. And yeah, it was fun to see our parents interacting with everybody and got lots of good stuff, Yep. you know, which is obviously it's not about the stuff, but it is really helpful. You know, yes, it is. Obviously. I don't know how people because remember you said initially you're like, I don't think I want to do a baby shower or I don't want to ask for gifts or something. Yeah. And I was like, girl, we're going to need the gifts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> also, if you had told me when I was mm, like 20 years old that Caitlyn James someday was going to plan my wife's baby shower, I would have told you that you were crazy <laughs> because that was back in the day when I was just reading Caitlyn's blog like a, a fangirl like fan and I was literally reading it every single day and I literally never in a million years would have imagined that this was my my reality. But uh, while we're giving, because we give shout outs every week, we're going to give a big shout out to KK and to Jilly for planning and Christy for planning an awesome shower. Yes. And And for KK just opening up her house so willingly and lovingly. Yeah. It was very well done. And it was our quote unquote professional baby (laughs) shower that we joked about. And it looked great. Everything looked great. The food was good. And I didn't take one picture, but KK took a lot, so I'll share some. Yeah, once we get eventually. those back from KK, no rush, KK. If you're if you're out there, we'll share those pictures for sure. I didn't get a single picture with Ash. Uh, yeah, we I didn't forgot. take any together. <laughs> it's crazy how that happens. And now it literally, it's like we were saying bye to people, and we're like, bye, see you when the baby's born, yeah. which is crazy. Five weeks, Ty. Oh, maybe. I mean, I know it could be five. It could be eight. <laughs> no, don't say that. It's not going to be that long. I hope not. Yeah. We could really benefit from an early baby. Yes. 
All right. Well, Ash, do you have anything else you want to say? Well, I didn't know if I was going to say this or not, but I've never been a girl who like has struggled with body image or self-esteem about myself or what I look like. Like I've never been that girl. And I've also never been the obsessive girl who's like, I've got to work out and I've got to eat right because I want to look good. I've never been that way. I've always just been like intuitively. I've just been an exerciser. Um, I've always really wanted to eat well and it's, it's never been a control thing. It's literally just been, that's just who I am. And so I never even, I never even thought like, Oh, body image might be hard for me when I'm pregnant. And you know, you hear all the people like go on rants on Instagram or post stuff on Facebook. That's like, never tell a pregnant woman that she's big, but also never tell her when she's small, like all those things before I was pregnant, I would just kind of like roll my eyes and be like, wow, they're so dramatic until you're the girl who's pregnant and you have a traumatic experience. Traumatic is probably a little dramatic, but anyways, you came home and we thought there had been a car accident (laughs) or you hit, you had killed somebody's dog or something. I don't know. We just, anyways, yesterday I did a a couple of returns, you know, I just had to go and get some errands done and I had a return at the mall. And so I was like, after I do this return, I'll just like breeze through the dresses. It's tiny. I've not done maternity pictures. And I was like, maybe if I find a dress, like we can just snap a couple. Anyways, I try on the dresses, like nothing fits. And it wasn't even like I was upset about it. it. I wasn't upset about it because they didn't fit because I'm pregnant. Like I obviously know I'm pregnant and like know that there's like potential for things to not fit. But I was just like really discouraged and like kind of sad, you know? So then I leave and I had to run by the dollar store to pick up a box so I can mail this thing. And I said earlier in the podcast that I ran into this like really sweet grandma and she was like really just it's just sweet and like asking me about the pregnancy it was such a great interaction and then i go to pay and the cashier was like when are you due like you know may 2nd but i think this baby's gonna come in april and she's like yeah i mean you know you're really you're looking kind of big and like immediately like didn't know what to say and so i'm like, oh yeah well my doctor thinks that i'm small and she's like if you're small i'm dolly parton and like I didn't know what to say. I felt like... For the record, I don't even... That analogy, I think, falls apart if you really start evaluating. Well, I don't even know what she's trying to say. I don't really know what she's trying to say by that. What, what does that even mean? What is... Like, if I'm small, she's Dolly Parton's. If is I... Dolly smart, is Dolly Parton has small? Has big boobs. Right, I know. But is she small? Like, if I'm small, then she has big boobs, is what she was saying. And she oh. didn't. Okay, I can't believe we're talking about this. I don't know. I... I Okay, right, anyways. But that just sounds like a weird thing to say. Just like a weird analogy. Anyways, so I leave, get in the car, and I'm kind of reeling a little bit, but I'm like not crying at that point. So I like call my sister, and I'm kind of just like frustrated. And then like it's the emotion just like starts to take over me, and I like just start to cry. And I'm okay, like I'm home, like I'm gonna go. And like daddy was still here, and like daddy and I have a sweet, like really sweet relationship. So I literally walk through the door and like just drop everything on the floor run to daddy and like lay literally lay on top of him and he like rubbed my back and he was like what's the matter and i'm like crying hysterically at this point and i think i obviously know that like i am not fat or whatever literally i'm just pregnant and like that is beautiful but it was just the hearing this woman like say those things to me i don't even know her and she like doesn't even know me i think that was like the hardest part for me of what is the point of this conversation like i don't know so if you're out there just never say anything to a woman who is pregnant about her size whether you think she's too small if you're pregnant and she's smaller than you don't ever say anything because you have no idea like where she's at in her headspace like she may be feeling like awful about the way she looks like i've had really bad acne like throughout pregnancy that's actually hard you know that's been hard for me just always tell a pregnant woman that she's doing a great job she looks beautiful even if you don't mean it i don't even care but 
it's just also interesting that I think about like you never realize how much an interaction can I like this I just think about whoever this lady is she probably honestly thought either thought she was being funny or thought she was complimenting you and probably had no mm, idea I don't think so I think that the woman that I was talking to behind me I think she ended up saying something to her because she was saying something when I left but I just like literally beelined like got I, that, out of there well my point is like you just like don't realize how much you can impact somebody like the rest of their day just through like your action yes you that know? is so true like I, i'm sure that lady doesn't think that you went home and actually cared about it at all she probably didn't even think twice about it but you it's been like impacting your life a lot since whatever happened 12 hours yeah ago. and because like in pregnancy you have so many things that you can worry about like is my baby okay like am i eating right like am i should i be taking different vitamins like there's so many things that you can be worrying about and like whether you're big or small or like indifferent is not something that you should be worrying about and it's also so different for every single person and it's completely out of your control right i mean well certain things are completely out of your, your control and you also have no idea how you're actually going to feel and be in pregnancy my emotions and like what i believe to be true now are completely different than prior to being pregnant yeah so anyways that's just my long-winded <laughs> pep talk for the day but all right ty let's wrap this sucker up all right so that's gonna be the end of this episode of dear monday thank you so much everybody out there for listening we are very very appreciative as always for you guys listening and for your support and again we kind of make this not really with any sort of an end goal in mind and not necessarily as like we're trying to reach the world but you know we make it for us and for those of you out there who do listen we're very very thankful for you and we hope that you enjoy it every single week because we love bringing it to you and we love making it for you so that's gonna be the end ash you have anything else to say well have a kind day yes have a kind day everybody thank you so much for listening this has been ty and ash and we'll see you in the next one bye